0: My name is Dr. Bart Precourt. Welcome to the Health Made Simple podcast. These podcasts will help you create simple strategies and simple habits so you can get back to being the best version of yourself. Hey everyone, Dr. Bart here and welcome back to the Health Made Simple podcast. I have an awesome topic for you this morning and this might be one of the most popular questions that I get day to day and it is, Hey doc, what are what is what is a basic protocol that I should be taking on a daily basis to be the best version of myself? It's not always the words people use, but what is something I could do every single day that when I go to bed at night, I know that I'm doing something good for my body. So that's what this podcast is going to be about this morning. This is this is an important part because if we can get the basics right, there's a good chance that we don't go down the rabbit hole of weakening our body to cause all other kinds of ailments. So this protocol that I'm gonna give you today, these these different supplements, Set aside for a moment the other ailments that we may have. So, this is not a protocol necessarily for like leaky gut or balancing your hormones. Yet, with that being said, these are critical for any other condition, any other health um, desire that we have. We've got to get these right. And if we can't get these right, oftentimes we are making our body weaker because of the deficiencies and it can't handle the ongoing stresses that we have in life, and then we see the breakdown down the road. So that being said, let's just dive right in here. And first, let's talk about the mindset that we have to have in order to do this properly. So sometimes I hear people say, well, I don't really wanna take anything. I don't really need to do that, I eat pretty good. And that's really not the mindset. And listen, I understand that because we've got a lot of things going on in life. But the mindset, especially in this, you know, this situation, we're like, what can we do to become the best version of ourselves? That is the mindset, not what's the bare minimum I can get away with, but what do I need to do? What can I do? To be become the best version of myself to get my body functioning at its absolute best. So I can continue to live the life that I want. And, and you know, quite frankly, I think our lives, I think we'd all admit at this point, our lives are busy. They're crazy. Sometimes they're crazy good, but they're still crazy. And sometimes they're crazy stressful. And things, unknown things happen to our lives. We have different stresses. Yet in general, our lifestyles are more busy now than they've probably been for people. You know, and, and is at any time in the past. So with that being said, that's one of the reasons that we become so deficient in some of the most basic foundational nutrients that our bodies need. Another huge reason, I'm gonna get into these, why we're deficient in these and why we need these different supplements on a regular basis as we go with each one. But one of the most fundamental reasons why we become nutritionally deficient is because of our farming practices. So right now we have an onslaught of our nutrition, especially our fruits and vegetables coming from GMO farms, farms that are that their soils are constantly being fed chemicals and, and you know toxins and pesticides and herbicides. And as a result of that, it's depleting the soil from which feeds those plants. So therefore, as a whole, even when we have a good veg, uh, you know, vegetarian-based diet or a plant-based diet, even our plants now are deficient in the core nutrients that we need for the human body. So there's there's simple things like magnesium and vitamin C and vitamin B. They're less than 50 percent of what they used to be just 50 years ago. And when I talk about some of the supplements and even where I get them from, I'll talk about the different farms that they come from, and it really sheds light of of why we have become so deficient. So with that said, let's dive right in, and I'm gonna I'm gonna start with my top one, and I don't know if any one of these really has priority because I think they all do. Even though my first one that if you walk into my office, you've been into my clinic before, there's a strong likelihood I've recommended this for you. And that is fish oils. So when I say fish oils, that would include, and there's a lot of names of these that are thrown out. That means your omega-3s. That means a tuna oil. Um, My favorite and what I'll talk a little bit about here today is uh, old school cod liver oil. Um, But it also includes things like krill oil, calamari oil, um, anything. And they're all what we call essential fatty acids. And that's kind of the key right there. They're fatty acids that our body needs. In fact, they are essential. We don't make them. Therefore, we have to eat them in order for our body to function good. And one of the most important reasons, there's several and I'm gonna cover them, but one of the absolute most important reasons that we need to consistently be getting more omega-3s, these essential fatty acids into our diet, is because our brain is made of 50% fat. And about 50% of that is these types of essential fatty acids called DHA. And that is something that we get from our fish oils one of the biggest challenges we have right now so even if you're eating fish on a regular basis, let's assume you're eating you know wild caught fish and and, and fish that's still healthy for us one of the biggest challenges that our ratio of omega-6s to omega-3s that's your carbohydrates your processed foods those are all omega-6s you know that ratio of omega-6 to 3 when that is out of balance It causes inflammation in the body. And at the root of almost all of our health concerns and our challenges is systemic inflammation. That's the inflammation that we have inside of the body here. So this is that by itself. If I just stop there, that would be enough reason to increase the amount of omega-3s or fish oils that we have on a regular basis here. So ideally, you're going to want to get about 1,000 milligrams. So this is what's recommended, about 1,000 milligrams of DHA a day. I'll tell you that for high-functioning people, for people that are constantly moving their bodies, using a lot of uh, brain fortitude every day, you're always burning up and utilizing, using your omega-3s. So you're going to need more. When people ask me how much do I take, I pretty much take anywhere between 1,000 and 3,000 milligrams a day. So I think that's a good benchmark. If you're just starting off, shoot for 1,000 a day. You'll notice the changes. And some of the best benefits of omega-3s, is, first one is inflammation. And I think sometimes we have a misunderstanding of what, what happens with inflammation. So the inflammatory process is actually part of your immune system. So omega-3s, these essential fatty acids, they're, what, they're actually what's called resolvents. They participate with your immune system to help get your body what it needs. These essential fatty acids, think of them as they are the protective layer of your cells. That's in that lipid layer that's around the cell It protects your cells. So they become in a protective part of determining what goes in and out of the actual cell. But what happens is when we have an abundance and available source of these essential fatty acids, your body utilizes them with your immune system. So if you have inflammation on on a tissue or an organ or a gland or even a joint or a soft tissue area, when your body says, hey, what's going on here? We have damage. It'll stop those inflammatory tissues from getting to that area. And then it'll signal your immune system for what it needs. If you do not have these essential fatty acids, then you won't get the signal to your brain that says, hey, bring me these, these different vitamins, nutrients, hormones, and blood to this area. So you're literally slowing down your ability to heal. So the inflammatory process needs, that the whole mechanism of getting rid of it, needs these essential fatty acids in order for us to be healthy. And that's just kind of a starting test. So there's a ratio between the omega-6s and 3s that are completely out of balance for most Americans. So remember, bread is an omega-6. So every time we eat carbohydrates, we're increasing our omega-6s, which increases our likelihood to increase inflammation. So... There's a, there's, what I'll recommend is that you do is that if you're taking official, one of the reasons I like cod liver oil and I'll, uh, the company I use is Standard Process. One of my favorite reasons for is that old school cod liver oil provides us both with, with vitamin A and vitamin D. Not not the full amount that you need every day, but it provides it in such a perfect balance that comes only when nature provides it like that, that it also has a huge impact on our immune system. And cod liver oil, it's a fish oil, and that actually comes from the liver of the fish instead of the scales, where sometimes we can get some some stuff built up in in the rest of the body of the fish that's not so good for us. So that's one of my favorites. Doesn't mean I don't use others, and often when it comes to consuming your fish oils, I encourage you to actually rotate them. Every fish oil is a little bit different in how your body's going to absorb them and how well you're going to do with them. So I'll typically have my people go through a couple bottles of cod liver oil. Then maybe I'll switch them to a, a calamari oil or maybe to a tino omega oil. Bring them back to a cod liver oil. And there's other good ones like uh, krill oil is usually a really good oil out there. With that being said, you should put your, your fish oil... To what I call a bite test. This is and this is always interesting when I have people do this in the office. I'll give them uh, two or three capsules of cod liver oil and I say, "I oh, want you to put them in your mouth and bite them." Immediately, they look at me and think I'm nuts with the idea that this is going to taste awful. Well, if your fish oil tastes awful and and it tastes really fishy and it just really doesn't taste good, then it's probably not good. So it is. As important as it is to get these good omega threes, these essential fatty acids, the fish oils, as important as it is to get them, the quality is absolute king. So there's a lot of fish oils on the market, unfortunately, that are not so good. So with any of these that I'm going to talk about today, you know, uh, quality is absolutely king. So put them through the bite test. If you find that you burp up your fish oils, it means one of two things: either bad fish oil or you need some support for your digestive enzymes and typically that means you need a little bit more hydrochloric acid or your gallbladder may need a little bit of flushing out to produce more bile so just kind of keep that in mind don't necessarily stay away from them try to figure out what you need to do to improve your ability to absorb these fish oils so put it through the bite test the deficiencies when we have them of course i already mentioned that if you have a deficiency in fish oils or essential fatty acids increase inflammation. Brain fog is a huge one. So it is very, very common that I'll encourage people, and I do this for myself all the time. If I want to increase my brain function, I throw a couple cod liver oils in my mouth, I pop them, and it's almost as if instantaneously you can notice the brain clarity. Because if you're thinking, you're moving, you're grooving, you're exercising, you are doing things that cause inflammation in the body, you're building that up. And that's one of the reasons that we get so much brain fog. So by using these on the spot, they can actually be a great little tool um, that you can use almost instantly to get back some, some mental clarity, which is fantastic. And then joint pain. Listen, if you're always using your body, you're producing inflammation. To get that inflammation out of there, and that's how these fish oils interact with your immune system, you have to have these omega-3s around. So things like arthritis and heart disease and all these inflammatory issues that we have out there, your number one tool, your number one best friend is gonna be your fish oil. So that's just another thing that if you're deficient in them, all of your joints can have a tendency to feel worse. And then you go to the doctor and they say, well, you got arthritis. And all arthritis means that you have inflammation of a joint. So the best medicine for that would be something that your body naturally helps get rid of that inflammation. And again, that's your fish oil. So arthritis, inflammation, brain fog, joint pain, heart issues, all of those will benefit as you continue to have a constant source of good fish oils. Can you test for this? Can you do an omega um, test? Yes, you can. Do I recommend it? Not unless I think it's critical. So I don't even do blood work in order to determine whether or not someone has this need. It is one of those things that I know most people would benefit from and they're probably even deficient. So that's number one, your fish oils. And again, quality is king. And my favorite is old school cod liver oil. Um, All right, number two. And again, I don't know that these are any ones more important than the other. Um, I think all four that I'm gonna talk about today are probably equally as important. So try not to skip out on any one of them. Number two here is minerals. Everybody will benefit for getting more minerals. And there's a couple reasons. And, and when I say minerals, I'll, I'll, I'll give you some suggestions in just a moment, but broad based minerals. Um, I use one called uh, trace minerals B12, and I also use another one called organically bound minerals, and I'll explain those in just a moment. Um, the primary reason that we need minerals is that our soils are depleted. The farm that I get. The, co- the company that I get these uh, supplements from is called Standard Process. And they have their own farms up in Wisconsin. Um, and I actually went up there to put my eyes on it, put you know put my fingers in the dirt and check this out. So at heart, I'm really a geek when it comes all, comes down to this. And, and because I use uh, supplementation, I use whole food nutrition as a huge part of my clinical practice to help people get well this is important to me. So I literally went up to Wisconsin on several occasions to check out what they do. And one of the most unique things about them, this is this is the part that really uh, blew my mind, that they have topsoil up there. The, the, the soil that they plant their, their vegetables in and grow all their nutrients in, some of it's as much as seven feet deep. And that may mean nothing to you until I tell you this part. The average farm in our country now, the topsoil is two to three inches deep. And that's because of the over-farming process. We're feeding so many people. We're using the same farms over and over again. We're using the same herbicides and pesticides nonstop. So even our organic farming, the topsoil is really, really small. And that's one of the biggest deficiencies that is being created in our country is is on this level, which is minerals. And listen, the minerals are the foundation So the foundation, even for our our plants to eat, so the, the plants eat the soil, the animals eat the plants, and then we eat the animals and the plants. That's the natural cycle here. But if they do not have a good food source themselves, then they are deficient, and then we're eating deficient plants and animals. So minerals are absolutely imperative. And again, because of the GMO farming, it's really creating a big issue in our country. And I think you could Google it now, but you could Google... Uh, the deficiencies, or the amount of the the amount of nutrients we're missing in our fruits and vegetables today versus just back in you know fifty years ago in the nineteen fifties, for the most part across the board, we have fifty percent the amount of nutrients in in everyday vegetables today than we did just fifty years ago, and most of that is caused because of the over farming. So this becomes one of those things that we need on a daily basis. So the way that I usually recommend for people to consume or when to take this is first thing in the morning. So, you know, as we sleep, our bodies are detoxing and we use minerals to detox. That is part of the process with our liver and through our kidneys. So we excrete a lot of our minerals So when we wake up in the morning, we are all semi-dehydrated. So the very, very first thing, before your your cup of coffee, before you put anything into your body, water and minerals. So that's that's my routine. It's one of the ones that I have non-negotiable. Every single morning I wake up, it's water first. And then I take three of these little um, trace mineral B12s. And the sources that they come from is soil. So I'm going to read right from the label. I'm going to do this a couple times today of what's kind of in this, if you're wondering. So is the label on this going to say, oh, it has, you know, a ton of zinc or magnesium? No, this is going to be a whole food source. And so therefore, so these are some of the the ingredients in there, kelp, uh, alfalfa, uh, buckwheat juice, buckwheat seed, oat flour. So these are from whole food sources that is very difficult for us, even if Even those that are brilliant minded in clinical nutrition and creating supplements, it is very difficult for us to mimic what is taking place in nature. So uh, just to give you a, a, a small example, there are some critical trace mineral nutrients that we need, things like zinc, iron, copper. And they have a very, very unique relationship. And if we take too much of any one of those, it actually can be toxic to us. It can be very bad for us and create ill health. But nature always provides it right. So using a whole food natural supplement is significantly more important than a synthetic supplement. So I guess I should back up and tell you that I do not recommend synthetic supplements. And what that means to you, synthetic supplements are typically made in labs. They're not made from farms or vegetables. And, and unfortunately, probably 95% or even greater than that of all the supplements out there are actually synthetic. And, and, and the major, the, the the biggest manufacturer of all vitamins out there are the drug companies because they have the laboratories to continue to make this on high volume. So I'll encourage you if you're going to take the time, the energy, the effort, that it takes to to you know get good supplements into your body do your absolute best to make sure that they're always whole food supplements that they're not coming from a laboratory rather that they're coming from coming from plants and vegetables all right so these deficiencies again we because of our busy lifestyles we're using them up over and over and over again there are some good habits that you can have to start to replace your minerals for example sea salt Sea salt has about nine, especially if you use like a a Himalayan sea salt, to add a little bit of sea salt every day, even a little bit throughout your day, becomes a very, very smart strategy in getting back minerals into your body that you're losing or depleting all day long. And I bring that one up because so often, we have avoided the whole salt topic. We've kind of crucified it and said, well, salt is bad for us. Well, yeah, table salt is bad for us. That's processed. Think of that as a synthetic source of getting salt in your body. But a whole food source like a sea salt, a Himalayan sea salt, can be magic, you know, it can literally be magic for the body. It feeds your adrenal glands. It becomes a foundational product for all the other mechanisms in your body that start to be able to do their jobs. So there's a real common trait for kids, a behavioral trait. When you become deficient, and this will cover my first two here, when children become deficient in their minerals and they become deficient in things like their central fatty acids, their fish oils, a common symptom that will arise after that, a behavioral symptom is things like ADD and ADHD. And it's real simple, folks. If you don't have the foundational self, our bodies can't perform right. And that's the challenge with, and not to get off topic here, with when we're trying to create, you know, correct nutritional deficiencies and that at the the root of ADD and ADHD, those are nutritional deficiencies that we're trying to fix with with behavioral modifications. So that just gives an idea, does that happen in adults? Absolutely. That's probably where most when we see these adult onset ADDs and ADHDs come because we're becoming so deficient in the core nutrients that our body needs that our body starts to become dysfunctional. Even our brain starts to become dysfunctional. So remember, first thing in the morning, that's the best time for it. So we we replenish what our body's excreted in the morning. Sea salt, fantastic source of it. And it really comes back down to the idea that our soil. So this, even if you have a good diet, I'd love to tell you that a good diet is gonna be enough. If If our lifestyles weren't as crazy as they are, then maybe... And absolutely, don't stop eating good. Always eating organic, always eating farm fresh. But these, this is a, uh, a scenario where our minerals are depleted right across the board. So that's number two. So number three, and again, if you've been into my office or you've heard some of my podcasts before, you've heard me talk about you know supplementation and all, you've heard me talk about this one, and this is magnesium. So Magnesium is responsible for over 300 different biochemical reactions, and literally, I just read a paper the other day. Now, there's authors saying that they think it's closer to 400 or 500 different biochemical reactions that are dependent dependent upon us having an active source of magnesium within the body, and that 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 by itself means that we're in trouble <laughs> because. Probably seventy-five percent or more of the population is depleted in in how much magnesium we need, and why is that? And it's real simple. Magnesium is an exchange mineral. Uh, you can think of it as a detox mineral. It helps get things back out, gets things back out of the body. It does a plethora of good stuff. I'll talk about that in just a moment. But what depletes our magnesium? There's a couple of big boys. Sugar. So when you're eating carbohydrates and sugar, you use up your magnesium at twice the rate. So not just normal rate, but double the rate. Alcohol depletes your magnesium significantly at double the rate. So now that creates a big problem. So magnesium is what's considered a yin mineral. That's, yin is our calming mineral. That's one of the ones that helps us sleep. And if you're having alcohol at night and you're depleting the mineral that you need to be able to stay asleep, no wonders we're having so many people with so many sleep issues because you don't have the nutrients you need to be able to perform that action. That action being sleep. So sugar twice the rate, alcohol twice the rate, stress twice the rate. And listen to this next one closely, especially my paleo peeps and my keto peeps. Meat eating meat on a regular basis depletes magnesium at twice the rate. So that by itself probably puts all of us in the category, if that was just it by itself, that we all would benefit from taking a regular, you know, supplementing magnesium on a regular basis. And there's a lot of different types of magnesium, and I'll talk about those just a little bit here. But some of the benefits, these are my primary benefits that I usually tell people. It will help you stay asleep at night. Ultimately, Magnesium supports your parasympathetic nervous system. So you have these two, two nervous systems. Your sympathetic nervous system, that's your go, go, go. That's the that's part of your fight or flight system. That's the energy you use every day. That's one you use to exercise, think, to be creative, all of that. Your parasympathetic activity is all about rest and digest, recover, rebuild. It is also about feed and breed. So, whether it's you're dealing with fertility or you're trying to get better sleep or you're just trying to poop better, magnesium can be your absolute simplest best friend. It may be one of the simplest things that I give to people that have the most benefit. So, if there was one that I would say you probably overnight notice, a you know benefit from like yeah I took it today and tomorrow things happen better sleeping and pooping and again if you've heard me talk on my podcasts or or you know you see my blogs before or any of my little Facebook lives that I do and two most important health features that we have to be able to perform on a regular basis is the ability to be able to sleep and poop. And magnesium will help us with both of those. It helps you with your mood it helps and here's how it does that. So even when we get to things like depression and anxiety. Magnesium, again, is one of the things that's so important. that helps your body start to build serotonin, which is our feel-good neurotransmitter. It helps with energy. Magnesium helps, helps our body do what increases what we call muscle and nerve conductivity. So it helps our muscles and our nerves fire better, fires that electrical pulse a little bit better. And one of the things that I've noticed over the years you know, because of my hands-on practitioner, I put my hands literally on people physically every single day for 21 years now. I can almost feel when they're deficient in two things. If you're deficient in your fish oils, your omega-3s, and you're deficient in magnesium, it is it shows up in your body real fast. Your fascia will be tight. You will always needing to be foam rolling. You're always going to have tension in your shoulders. You're going to do a yoga class and feel like you're you're just as tight 10 minutes afterwards. If that's you, then this this is for you, meaning that increase your omega-3s, increase your magnesium. Uh, your, your fascia is built up. It gets tighter and tighter and tighter. One of the things that it needs is that yin mineral, which is magnesium, so it can get the toxins out of the fascia and bring back in the nutrients. Um, all right, so there's different types of magnesium. My favorite that I use, probably the most, the most common that I use clinically is something called magnesium lactate. And there's all kinds. There's magnesium citrate. It's a great source. Magnesium oxalate, great source. And there are some I actually don't recommend, like mag, uh, magnesium oxide. It's just it's not very absorbable for the body. It actually makes your body work a little bit harder. So the magnesium lactate, my favorite reason for that is it's probably one of the most absorbable in a balanced way for both the body and for your brain. And we need to get magnesium into both areas. And that the different magnesiums will benefit each area a little bit better. So magnesium lactate is probably my favorite. And again, I get that one from Standard Process, which is the farm up in Wisconsin. All right. And again, it is critical not just for sleeping and pooping, but to create a balanced and healthy parasympathetic nervous system. Most people right now we call sympathetic dominance. They're in fight or flight and that's one of the things that will overtax your adrenal glands, you start to lose energy, your body wears out, etc. So, magnesium lactate, one of my favorites is something uh, it's my absolute go-to, I use it every single day. How much? 400 milligrams a day is probably an ideal, but I'm going to give you my a strategy to find out what's best for you. And it's really what I call the magnesium tolerance test. And it's because everyone's going to be a little bit different and this will vary from person to person. So what you do when you first start taking and best is most important is to take it later in the day or before you go to bed. That's when your yin, your parasympathetic activity, is the most active and will need those nutrients available for you. So I usually recommend people starting off with three capsules. Three capsules is about 300 milligrams of, of magnesium. And you're going to take it at night. You're going to start with three. And then the next night, you're going to go to four. And then you're going to go to five. But really what you're looking for, when you take a certain amount that gives you a pretty excessive loose stool in the morning, then you're going to go to that point and back off one capsule. That is your magnesium tolerance. And every one of us, it's going to be a little different. So even though the recommended RDA is 400 milligrams a day, some of you are going to need a lot more. I typically use more than that. Um, but that's how you figure it out. If it goes to loose stool, remember there's nothing wrong with that loose stool. That is literally just your body helping get rid of. That. That's detoxing, so that is okay. And don't be concerned if you start taking magnesium and all of a sudden you start getting some loose stool. Don't panic there. That's okay. It's it's kind of a desired outcome in the beginning. We should always have loose stool, but that will certainly help uh, move things along. So again, this is one of the things that I use. Uh, if someone comes in with constipation, the first thing to make sure they go home with that night is magnesium. And oftentimes, the very next day, they're able to start to have a good, healthy bowel movement, which can be huge in helping your body stay healthy, because constipation, no doubt about it, is going to make you toxic and make everything in your body potentially downregulate. So that can, t- you know, constipation can cause all kinds of health concerns and health issues down the road. All right, so it, our last one, and certainly not the least, and this one, I want to make sure that I I'm clear about what this one is and what it is not. And this is what I call a whole food supplement. Many people think of this one as, is this my multivitamin? And the answer is yes and no. So I want it to be a whole food supplement. So again, we want to make sure if you're buying supplements, spending the time, the energy, the money on your supplement, make sure that they are whole food supplements. So this one, so and what it looks like on the back of the bottle, here, here's a little secret to know about whether or not your supplements that you may have right now are synthetic and again I'm not a huge advocate sometimes there's a time and place for using some synthetics here and there but not on a daily basis not as a way to feed your body and synthetic supplements mean that they have been isolated broken down and away from their enzyme so really when you're like when you get vitamin C from an orange that's not just ascorbic acid. That is just one portion of the complex vitamin C. So you'll hear every now and then those terms: the complex B vitamin, the complex C. That means the entire part of the C vitamin. So like in, so the nature's way of providing us. Uh, vitamin C, you have ascorbic acid, you have the rootin factors, you have vitamin J, vitamin P. There's a lot of other things that we don't really discuss because those are things that nature has, but they're not necessarily in our bottle unless you're eating a whole food supplement. So here's a, a real interesting way that you can now learn when you're going shopping for your supplements, how to determine if your supplements that you're buying, you're consuming are synthetic or not. So in the back of the bottle, maybe you'll see something that says, let's say you have a whole, a multivitamin or a vitamin C and it says ascorbic acid as, if you see that word as, that means it's synthetic. So it means ascorbic acid as vitamin C. That means that that molecular structure is the same, but it didn't necessarily come from a plant or vegetable. So it's kind of a uh, 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 it's a little bit of an eye opener. So if you go to your cabinet right now, and you start looking at your different vitamins and you start to see that word as all over. Like I said earlier, about probably 95% of most of the supplements out there are synthetic and therefore they're not necessarily giving you prolonged nutrients that your body needs. In And, and it, it, the challenge is that, and that's one of the reasons I think a lot of people don't really like taking supplements. They take them, and like, I can't really tell, because if they're synthetic, they get a little bit of a, I call it a honeymoon phase. Maybe they take a bunch of supplements, even though they're synthetic, they feel good for a little while, and then all of a sudden they're depleted. And that's exactly what happens when we're taking them. So I want to talk to you about this whole food supplement that I use every day. Um, it's absolutely fantastic. Again, it comes from Standard Process. It comes from their farm. And the history is really interesting. This supplement's called Catalin. The name means nothing to most of it. I still don't even know why it's named that. But this, this supplement, Catalin, was developed back in the 1920s as the one thing that was supposed to be that, that the only thing that we would need to complete our nutritional deficiencies. This one thing was going to cover it. So... On the back, some of the ingredients, and I'm going to read this for you because it's kind of interesting. It doesn't say, you know, vitamin C, ascorbic acid, 1,000 milligrams, and, you know, it's 500% of your daily values. It doesn't say that. So here's some of the ingredients. All right. Let me get my glasses here. All right. Nutritional yeast, bovine liver, bovine spleen, ovine spleen, bovine kidney, dried pea juice, all whole foods and a lot of those which you heard there were actually extracts from organs and tissues and glands. And one of the reasons for that is the greatest sources of nutrients. So for example, the highest source of B vitamins that you could get flat out would come from liver. The highest source of vitamin C that you could get would come from uh, adrenal glands. And that is the strategy that this company has used, these natural extracts with plants and vegetables. So when you they're delivered into your body, your absorption rate, your bioavailability is at its absolute peak. And that is what makes that's the difference between a supplement that is going to do something for you or you have to do something to it, to break it down to then to try to utilize it. So I use this one called Catalin from Standard Process. Um, And you gotta take it, you know, it's got vitamin A and vitamin D and it's got all of those nutrients in there. You gotta take a fair amount. There's a little brown pill, some of them taste like dirt. You can chew them because they are whole food. Maybe you know the, the downside of whole food supplements, you leave the cap off, if you have it in your cabinet for a year, it's gonna you know it's gonna lose its value. It's not gonna go bad, but it's not gonna have any nutritional value by the time you go to do it. All right, so a quick recap here. Whole food supplements. What are my top four that I recommend for everyone on an every day? And again, you don't have to do any elaborate blood work or lab tests to find out if you're deficient, but I will tell you just from what I described between the soils, our lifestyle, the lack of availability, these four, you could go to bed tonight knowing that if you're taking these four, that you're doing a good thing for your body. And that's a fish oil. My old school favorites, old school cod liver oil, at least a thousand milligrams a day. But maybe push it even up to 3,000 milligrams on your busy, more active brain and or physical days. And then second is a mineral. I use trace minerals, something called trace minerals B12 from Standard Process. It's a, a kelp-based and, and it's a soil-based product. Fantastic. First thing in the morning on that one, because that's when we're depleted, Magnesium. Everyone benefits from magnesium. It's responsible for over three, four hundred different biochemical reactions in the human body. And then certainly last but not least, a whole food supplement. And that's when you're thinking, my multivitamin, but we're taking the concept of multivitamin to a whole new level, of making a whole food vitamin. All right, folks, that's your simple health tip for the day. That's your simple Health Made Simple podcast. And again, if you know someone that would benefit from this information, go ahead and send it out to it, share it to a friend, keep spreading the love. The whole idea of these podcasts, my friends, is to help us get back to knowing that health is simple, that we're designed to be healthy, our bodies are designed to be healthy, yet sometimes we get in the way. And as usual, to make this year better than last year, we gotta take some action. Y'all have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Health Made Simple Podcast. If you have a question or email you'd like me to answer or a topic you want me to cover, just go ahead and send us an email. To get my simple health tip on a daily basis, follow me on Facebook at Dr. Bart Precourt. And remember, your body is designed to be healthy. so Let's make this the healthiest year of your life. by are taking more action than you ever have before.